Welcome to the Unlock Podcast. My name is Phil Franks. And I'm Krista Franks. We're your hosts, co-founders of Allen Key, lifestyle designers, entrepreneurs, authors, and parents. Each week, we bring you real conversations and stories and in-depth interviews with inspirational people. We share meaningful strategies so that you can create and live your version of success starting now. This podcast is all about lifestyle design. It's about unlocking you and all of us. We're grateful you're here and eager to share the keys to the full life that awaits. Let's go, friend. Hello. Hello. We are walking on a Wednesday, taking a hike. It's beautiful. I'm sure you hear the birds chirping in the background. The rain is coming down. The rain is hitting the canopy above. Beautiful sounds. We just we just strike, struck up a great conversation that I want to elaborate a little bit more on because I think it's something that I feel when we talk about our work and the impact and maybe even some of the barriers that we ourselves face and, and others face as they approach authenticity, integrity living a life of through their values and through their success metrics. Um, and that's that idea of purpose or identity and either having that or not having that and what that does for you on your journey. We just talked a minute ago about a lot of the times I think we put first and foremost, like the comfort mechanisms we put, you know, like, well, I don't want to leave this job because of the money. I don't want to leave this job because of the benefits. Or I don't want to leave this, this thing or this relationship because I'm loved. Or I should do this because of the money. And one of the things that we said a second ago was, wow, I think one of the things that's even uh, parallel to that or deeper than that is the idea of that thing being so tied to your identity, your, your egoic identity. Or your, or your belief of purpose in your life. And the process of unraveling from that is scary. Very scary. <laughs> and thinking about that for myself, you know, I left a career of, of 11 years plus partner in a digital agency had rooted myself as this thing, right? Like I was this thing. I was this business. I was this, this role. I was this skill. And coming out of that, I believed that I had to continue that pursuit. Like I had to stay with that. I had to co- continue working for that, for that thing. Instead of even allowing the idea of entertaining change, entertaining that that could evolve, it could morph amidst the fact that we were going through some of our personal development work and so on and so forth. So I think it's an interesting topic to think about in terms of unwinding from your identities and your beliefs of self in this journey and how hard that is. You know, in my experience, what has come up the most is that as early as what elementary school when even right now with our kids at three and one we're always talking about what you can be when you grow up 
we're having a realization in the moment and probably having an oh shit moment. We very rarely, let's use them as an example in our conversations with them. We very rarely will say, wow, look at that movie. Um, you could be a, you could be a, a videographer someday. You could write the plots of stories. You could, you could be an architect when we're building blocks. We talk about that. We talk about all these things that you could be. We never tend to make a focal point on, you could be a really, just a really amazing human being, really tethered to who you are, loving nature and the outdoors, being a hiker, being tuned into meditation. We don't really, and in the moment we're, you're having a, a, you're in it with us as we reflect and maybe start to integrate something big for us. Um, but my point is that from such a young age, we're so focused on what you can do in life and who you become is what you do instead of who you are and who you actually become as a human being that is multifaceted and not just what you do in the world. And so we end up going through school and then, you know, you say, well, if you do well in in high school, then you get into a good college. And if you get into a good college, then you get to get into a good internship. And you get into a good internship, you get into a good job, and you just go down that path until eventually you end up in this job where you feel like, wait a minute, there should be some there's something more to this life. But what you do has become who you are, or so you think. Because we're not taught differently than that. And again, based on our, just right now, this reflection, is it can start in the earliest stages of life where we start to mold ourselves and our identity around what we do. Orin, our son being a three-year-old, might be saying, I'm a builder because I like to build blocks. I'm a climber because I like to climb trees all based on what you do, maybe not based on inherently who you are and what you love. That was profound. I mean, it really was, I think, because I had a lot of flash moments as we were thinking about our children and like our language with them and how we talk about stuff like you can be this, you can be that. I think it's just kind of how we're rooted, right? Like you said, like we just go through this funnel of becoming something in the world, a contributor to society, to culture, to our families, our partnerships, like all those things become very, very high and influential in terms of our psyche, our beliefs of self, our efficacy, like all that stuff begins to infiltrate our day to day. And even as I was thinking about that, as you were talking, I was like, wow, like, why are we not, why are we not teaching? And I'm using this, we here, me and you, we need to begin to teach. And I think we do this in some, in some degrees, like more of just your awareness of yourself, how you're feeling in a situation. Is it time to keep going? Is it time to stop? Can you change direction? Can you, can you change is the question, right? Like, and is it okay to change? Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, even we have so many people in our lives right now that are going through like very, very pivotal changes in their lives. Older people, parents, grandparents, Younger people coming out of college, going through career transitions in our age group. And every single one of them 
is struggling with that like unraveling from this thing that they do. And I went through it myself, like I said. But what's interesting is I think that installment of software where you're like, okay, like change is great. Change is inevitable, and if you're willing to change with it, you will evolve. Like, you can evolve. You should evolve. And, like, that idea of sitting in a place and doing the same thing on repeat for 30 years, for 40 years, you know, like, for some, that might be true, right? That might be truth. And that's great. If you're actually tuned into that and you enjoy that and it gives you energy and joy and it's authentic and there's no friction, or the friction is still very authentic, go for it. But that idea of being able to change in what you do to explore who you are, you know, like that conversation that we had, we had a conversation with our coach the other day and I was talking about through the, through the exploration and the form of like changing and evolving, you're exploring your essence. Like you're exploring your purpose. You're exploring consciousness in the human form by doing these things. And so promoting change and promoting evolution should be something that we really, really prop up. I had a conversation with my younger brother who is a decade younger than me. He's 11 years younger than me. And he's a gig guy right now. Like, love him to death. He's super skilled, he's hardworking, he's smart. And he's jumping around from job to job as he explores like what it is he wants to land on. And we had a conversation one day, he called me up and he said, Hey, I'm struggling with like this feeling of like needing to like settle into something and to like have a quote unquote career. Right, because that's what we're taught you're supposed to do. Right. And he 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 offered this vulnerability to me and I thanked him with with a conversation of about an hour of hey man, like that's just the pressure, that's just the conditioning, that's just the teaching from the closest network that we have, our family, our moms and our dads, to our friends, to our social media influences, people we don't even know, like all these things are coming down based on this conditioning. But if you're open to like exploring this and what it means for you, then you can find what, what's truth for that period of time. You know, like that period of time is going to change. Like you're gonna, you're gonna have an expiration window, whether that's death, because you've done it for so long or whether that's a few months because you're like, Oh, this was great. I have, I had some learnings, but it's not really right for me right now. I need to find something new. And I think that stigma of like, you're a quote unquote drifter or you're a wanderer, you know, like that, that, that you're lost in life. Like you need to settle into something and have security and a job. In fact, I think the other way is more profound. It's more deep. You have not always thought that, correct? No, I have not always thought that. In my, in my older or my younger days of where I lived a lot more through those egoic pursuits. Right. And we have all, oh, same. I have not always thought that. And I, I, I clarify that because I want to be clear about the journey that we are all on of the unraveling of this concept and this idea of who you are is what you do and your identity is wrapped up in that. And that it's unsuccessful to explore different opportunities and to be, in your brother's case, in gigs. The reality 
is that that type of exploration is becoming much more common and acceptable right now. It just feels weird for all of us who are in it because we're the first ones in this culture, like really starting to explore it and unravel from or ask the question, is this okay? Can I be an individual and independent from an identity standpoint, from a purpose standpoint, can I be separated from the work that I do? And I think the point that you made about there is nothing wrong with anyone who has spent 30, 35, 40 years, 50 years in the same job doing the same thing. There is nothing wrong with that because that is also exploration. Every Every moment, every day is an opportunity to explore yourself, is an opportunity to explore your values, what you believe, what you want out of life, and also maybe like other areas of life, you know, and that's the point about as long as you're, it's not, you're not making this, that, that is a a prescription right there. And so I'm going to retract that because it's whatever is true for you is the important part. But in our discussion today, it's about unwinding from what you do being your identity. And when it's all consuming and you feel the suffering and the stress and the debilitation from making change because it feels like you will fail or fall or suffer because you do something different or you you choose to make a change. Whatever you decide is for you. But what we're saying is we're opening up and even for ourselves, we just are on this constant evolution of deciding what that looks like for ourselves. So for me right now in the moment, and and some of my friends can attest to this and you can, I have been in a constant unraveling and letting go of that same process because I was such a high achiever. I was such a box checker. I was always trying to be right and perfect And that's who I was until I realized I wasn't. That's not who I am. That's how I learned to be. And so as I started unraveling from that, my life started changing. I let go of the job and the title. And I was like, that's actually not what I enjoy. That's sucking my soul dry, that work. And I'm going to be a very unhealthy 60-year-old and have a lot of regrets in my life if I continue down that path. That was the first unraveling from from my identity to say, oh, wow, 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 this is not me. And so I made the change. Fast forward to now seven years later, I'm still unraveling and I'll always be unraveling to the point where right now it's more about I inherently am space and flow and feeling and intuition at my core. And when I am in that state, my relationships are better. My work is better. My outcomes are better. My performance is better. My children like me more. My husband likes me more. That's who I am. But that's not what I've been taught to be. I've been taught to work hard, be task-oriented, focus, push, Achieve, perform, don't stop until it's done. And every time I do that, every single time I do that, I have worse relationships. I have worse health problems. I have worse anxiety. 
I have more suffering. And it's so apparent to me. So I just want to make sure that I say it's an unraveling that we're still on and that now we're seeing how we do it to our children and how we might be able to change their trajectory. And I think if there's a theme for this whole conversation, it's respecting, approaching, and honoring that idea of the process of which you unravel. You know, the, the, the fear that is so present and visceral when you're going through a big change in life is only trying to keep you safe. It's only trying to keep you in a place. And that's okay, right? But I think we run from it or we fight it or we ignore it. And the the, yeah, the fight or flight, we're going to put our dukes up and be like, no, I don't want to feel this. Instead being like, oh, this is the process. This is the beginning. This is, or maybe it's the middle, you know, of my unraveling and the constant unraveling. And if you see it, and we said this the other day, I think we might've said this in a different episode, that if you actually see your life as an iteration, an iterative design process, that no one point is finite, that every point or every span phase of your life is there to teach you something and you will change and you can create, from any situation. And you can create an outcome and be in outcomes in any situation, even the worst, even the worst that that process doesn't have to feel arduous. It doesn't have to feel stressful. It doesn't have to bring health problems or relationship strains or unhealthy habits to the surface. Like you can say, okay, here it is because I've been taught this. And this is what I hope our kids will reflect on when they get older, when they say, Oh, this is what mom and dad were talking about. Like this is when they, when they said, we're going to hit these walls. I feel the wall. I just ran into it. It's okay. Let's, let's be in it. Let's work through it. Let's start to reflect. Let's start to use some of the practices they've, they've taught me because that's what they were taught right? Like we weren't taught that. We were taught to grind and, do, and, become, and become, like become a role, become a job become a instead of pursuing what's true to me and what's true to you and anybody else listening. So I think that's the theme of this whole conversation is allow change to, to happen. Welcome change. It doesn't mean you have to make drastic change. Doesn't mean you have to leave a job or a relationship or change directions or whatever it is or change a whole philosophy on parenthood, whatever. It could be so small, but change is good and evolution is good and even exploration is good. And you don't have to be rooted in any one thing in order to be anything. That's such a good point. And to bring it back to the very beginning where we were exploring identity and purpose, being attached to a career. I think that the cue here is to reflect on, do I have, I is my, is the work that I do my identity? Is that true for me? Does it feel true for me? And use it as an, as a stepping off point to then go further and explore more and to say, do I want to make a change? What is that change? Maybe it's just how I, how I show up in meetings. Maybe that's the only change I need to make to be more in alignment with my personality and the way I want to interact with people and the, you know, the, the legacy I want to leave on the people that I meet. Maybe that's the smallest change you make. But I think as you remove yourself from that and really from anything, whether it's your career, your relationship, whatever it is, you can start to unravel and be who you truly are 
versus what you've been told to do or to be. Yeah, I mean, even in the moment, I feel like it's like any obligation or should, you know, because those things are really like you, you, you chameleon yourself. I'll use the meeting example. You chameleon yourself in a meeting, which I used to do a lot to morph what I thought the audience needed from me instead of just being my truth in that meeting. And that was me conforming to an obligation to my ego, to my fear, because I wasn't confident enough in myself and my own journey. I wasn't, I hadn't been doing this long enough. This wasn't design, wasn't great enough, anything like that. And releasing that as a, as a big part in the smallest ways you can, I think will start to give you that, that awareness, that unlock to, to making some of those small changes. I will say that one of my dear friends, Reagan Walsh has the comment, shedding your shoulds. And so every time I see a sentence where I'm saying I should, I should, I immediately think, oh, I should probably shed that. That is something that I can probably release or look into. It's a, it's an opportunity to dig in deeper right there. Yeah. So if you're going through a change, if you're feeling, if you're feeling like you have something in front of you, that's causing some friction or some fear, look at it, feel it out, be willing to go into it, step through the door, allow change allow that to guide you because those moments are really going to be the thing that take you to the next version of yourself. That was a pretty good talk. I like that one. Walk and talk. See you next time guys. Thank you for joining us this week on another episode of the unlocked podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in today's episode and access more lifestyle design opportunities, you can visit owlinkey.co to learn more. Did you love this episode of the Unlock Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's super appreciated and helps us continue to bring meaningful conversations and content to you every week. You can also find us on Instagram at owl underscore and underscore key on Facebook and on YouTube. We'd love to connect with you, so drop us a line at hello at alankey.co to share your thoughts on the show, topics you'd like us to cover, and recommend inspirational people you feel we should bring onto the show. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Unlocked. Talk soon, my friends.